bonus time. Welcome. Baba booey, baba booey. To the first and kind of only bonus Whoa. episode of the first Not 50 only. decons. We're going to do another one. Well, no, just it's just the Ever. only one about the first 50 the first movies. The first 50. Is yeah. the retrospective. There won't be another one like this. We're already blasting in, arguing with each other. But I am your host, Lucas Melby. And I am Jacob Telegen. And this, of course, is a whole new pod. The podcast where so a far... A pod about a whole new pod. We have watched 50, 50 Disney Channel 51. Stop it. Don't you lie to the people. They know we've done this before. That we were doing this after. They don't <laughs> know that yet, though. That'll make sense two weeks from now. Yes. But this episode... Because of some recording, rescheduling with some family that's coming over to stay at my house, which is where we record, obviously. Yeah. But the room where we record obviously. is an empty bedroom, which will then be occupied. So fornicated in. And it gives us an excuse to kind of take a little break by just putting out this small episode first. And then we'll have stuck in the suburbs. Yeah. Hopefully regularly scheduled. But we're going to yeah. take this episode. 50 movies. 50. That's a lot. That's a lot of movies. Yeah. 50 <laughs> movies, break that down. If all these movies are roughly around the 90 when minutes When did we mark, start? That what, means we've watched... year? We started, I think, October of 2019, 19. I think. No. No. 2018. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. So, 50 movies, if they're about 90 minutes each, that means yeah. we've watched about 75 hours of Disney Channel original. Together. Then that means if all of our episodes are maybe around like an hour to an hour and a half, we've, we've probably spent, recorded like 55 to 60 hours. we spent too much time. A podcast, which means I've edited all of those too. So I probably spent like a week, a week of life. I probably spent like over 100 hours yeah. editing the Weeks podcast with the exception of You Lucky Dog, which I did not edit <laughs> at all. So Weeks looking back life. on those, that's how we're spending this episode. Yeah. Uh, came up with some prompts that I sent Jacob ahead of time. So he had a little bit of homework to do. Uh, so he actually took some notes, which he does not do no, anymore when is, we watch I, these I have movies. about 20 lines. It's the more, more notes than I've taken for the last 50 movies. So we'll, uh, we'll so see. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Starting off with maybe some of the less exciting stuff that we'll cover in this episode. But what we've learned from doing this podcast. Yeah. So some of this is maybe a little overly serious and goofy, but this first question is, Jacob, what have you learned from doing this podcast? What have you learned about movies, wow. about yourself, wow. about life? For this, the podcast itself, just focusing on like Disney Channel original movies. Well, that's what we do yeah. here. Like, like I was saying to you earlier, I don't know if I was ever going to see these movies, you know, again, just like randomly like watch them. I never would. I still enjoy them. Am I still a child at heart? Do I still love Disney Channel original movies? The movies, some of the movies that I didn't, like, you know, that I hadn't seen, like, when we get to our top ten, they're, they're in my Jacob doesn't even remember any of the They're movies. in my top ten. <laughs> like, like I actually, like, enjoyed to some of the movies To qualify for Jacob's now. top ten, he had to have a single memory about <laughs> them, and that was enough. But, 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 like, there are movies that, like, I'd never seen, but I actually, like, liked. Like, I, I enjoyed the movies, and, like, you know, the movie we watched, you know, next week, I enjoyed it. I'm still like a Disney kid at heart, I would say. Decom ride or die. Yeah. So part of this can be a little more technical from my perspective because Jacob does not edit the podcast. Yeah. So for me, I've learned audio editing. Yeah, you, you can. To a certain degree. Yeah. I've learned how to do it a little more efficiently over time. I think 
I've learned how to make a sound decent. Certainly not pro level. Oh, it's definitely I got a whole, better. Got a new laptop, and that seemed to make us sound weird last week. So we're back on the old laptop, but that's fine. It, I think is treating us well. Yeah. From doing the podcast, I think I was always decent with public speaking, and I had experience with that. But I think this has helped me be a little more. While I do take a page to a page and a half of notes every single week, and sometimes I'm a little too stringent with like jacob shut up i'm trying to say this thing now what this isn't my only i'm not the only person on this podcast but i think i've been able to develop some better flow or segues that's one of the things that i that i was kind of thinking about too and i don't know you you would notice it a hell of a lot more than i would you know editing but like (laughs) but like i know that i say like you know not necessarily like ums but i have you know like like like, 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 like this. Like, I have oh, words yeah. that, like, fill, but I don't know if it's gotten better, if it's gotten worse. I think Same. if you edited the podcast and you actually really had that awareness, yeah. you would get Would better. focus more more on it. And but. with my ability to edit the podcast, that does help maybe help with my flow, too, where I can yeah. Yeah, tighten stuff up a little bit or make things a little bit clearer. But I have picked up on... My verbal tics. Yeah, and we all have those verbal cues, especially like when we're just doing it. We're not reading, like I'm I'm not reading a script and you're not always just reading a, a straight script. You have your notes, but we're, we're still kind of going off the dome, if you will. We're going to have those moments, you know, like where we just pause, where we have to think for like a second. Oh, yeah, and I can edit those out. No. But my big ones are, you know, which I still say. Sometimes it's acceptable, but some people say it too much and I'm sometimes like that. Likes also for me, uh, got a, I got a wet mouth, so sometimes I get a little Whoa. mouth noisy, lip Whoa. smacky. Mm. People don't like to listen to that. I certainly don't like to listen to that. And I think other people do this, and maybe it's something I just pick up on more because of how sensitive our mics are with picking up so much. Yeah. Or just that I don't like hearing myself do it, but I... Breathe. Physically when I, breathe. When I'm trying... Well, yeah, deep <laughs> breaths... Those are weird, but I I edit a lot of those out. But when I'm struggling to come up with words, I'll kind of do like a, uh, and I can you can pick up on like, and I'll I won't edit that part out, but it's like a guttural noise of just being like <laughs> um, 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 before I say a thing. And yeah, some people sure. it's more like audible, but for me it just sounds like uh, like like in your head you know you're doing it right. I I don't really necessarily know in my head, but like when you listen to yourself, it's like you yeah. Pick it up. Yeah. Uh, but Jacob, nice enough to notice, to recognize, but I definitely know yeah. all of the stuff that Jacob <laughs> does when we record that I do not like and probably the listeners would not like. No. And he, creative individual, seems to always find something new. So <laughs> I didn't actually list all these off, but off oh. of the top of my head, uh, Jacob, he breathes through his nose pretty heavily sometimes. Yeah. You get some... Nose whistling. Thank you. He gets some lip smacking. Uh, he has good diction, but the way he enunciates is not always good for audio. You don't like heavy P's or wow. T's. P's and T's. Because that, that's why we have some amount of pop filters on these. But Jacob, he gets Puh. through there. Really? Puh-puh. Jacob uh, sometimes Tomato. is Tommy. drinking water. He's got a crinkly water bottle, yeah. a crinkly I'm, I don't know, bag clicking, of chip, dropping his phone stuff. water bottle on the ground. <laughs> Just on his phone a lot, that's, rubbing his beard. A scratch. <laughs> and of course, the the likes, you knows, likes. ums. And then she comes, she come, come, yeah, comes. Yeah, he, what you do instead of like yeah. my like, uh, you just say the same yeah. thing repeatedly. <laughs> Until you get it out. And I can edit around that yeah. pretty easily. So 
Uh, I try to make you sound smarter. Thank you. <laughs> than maybe you are. That's a part of doing something raw. We I do think. it raw. Like people, I, I don't think like podcasts, like I can tell like when I'm listening to another podcast of like audio edits and stuff like that too. Unless you're doing a live podcast. I haven't really like watched a lot of live, you know, video podcasts, but I'm sure people do the same thing. It's just, it's they, human They nature. pay other people to do it. They, yeah. you know, the big time people, either they don't do it and you can tell or yeah. they're like professional enough where or they've gotten better to or the they're point. more entertaining where you can kind of look past some yeah. of that stuff where in my opinion we need all the help we can get <laughs> so that's why i do my due diligence and yeah. try to go and maybe through. maybe the next 50 will be will be will be better you know I think, maybe we'll get better maybe i think we have gotten better that's the thing with any podcast is if you come in midstream and there's very few podcasts i've listened to from the start at day one, or I come in later on and then go back and listen to all the old episodes. The older ones always sound the worst. Yeah, they sound, sometimes they sound like they're being recorded in somebody's fucking bathtub. Yeah. Sometimes, oh, this person was on the podcast earlier and now isn't even on the podcast at all. Like you, you can so that's a situation where, oh, it's cool. Like we are talking about all 50 movies and episodes yes. here, but if you're new to the podcast, eh. Yeah, I mean, some of the early episodes are maybe okay, but I think we definitely get better audio-wise, uh, like going back and forth, like contributing to like. I think a we're closer to the, the point where it's harder for YouTube commenters to have conspiracy theories that Jacob is actually <laughs> just me recording person. audio twice. Yeah, that uh, was a trip. Yes. So that was kind of what I've learned from doing the podcast about just podcasts in general. Yeah. For about what I've learned about movies, is I think. Looking at these movies under such a close lens kind of has helped me just understand and appreciate just movies in general and what works or doesn't work in movies. So something we can point out a lot in these is like acting. And sometimes it's kind of shaky. I feel like it's definitely gotten a lot better, though. I, I don't feel like there's been major actor or actress in like recent memory that's really like botched the role. No, that not really necessarily. Up. But we had we've had those like oh god that was that was just an awful performance. But I yeah. don't feel like we've had that. Like it's definitely gotten better uh, production wise, cast wise. And I guess this isn't so much something I picked up from these movies, but maybe through like an absence or lack of like good cinematography and how it's a shot better. is framed can make something a more interesting scene yeah. where these movies it's like and eh, you know they look like they're using like the tv style cameras whether that's digital versus film or whatever and a lot of the shots very like functional it's like we're getting this done because yeah. it's a fucking teeny bopper decom yeah. it doesn't really <laughs> matter and i think probably because i take copious notes for each episode is i really have an appreciation for like the plotting of these movies, yeah. character arcs and growth. And that's something that is often absent in these. And that's probably one of the easier things for us to pick up on is because at least me, I'm watching this movie in a way that hardly probably anybody you're, out there. Yeah, you're really <laughs> dissecting. But what's nice too is when you're taking those deep notes, sometimes you miss some funny things that I catch. It's a good mix. It's not a great way to watch these movies. It's a good mixture. Sometimes we're rewinding. I don't I'm like, get to actually enjoy the movies. Lucas, did you see the, you know, the eagle face young little boy just made? Uh, that's when we pick up on stuff like in Cadet Kelly, her friend who gets mad at Cadet Kelly for having other friends or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if we had that moment of her having dinner with the family, yes, that would be like enough for us to feel like they're the best of friends. 
And that's something else with these movies is just like the efficiency. It's like these are 90 minutes usually at most. So yes. I'm looking at whether this scene is necessary, what it adds, if they or what yep. is missing a scene. So that is a scene that could have been missing. Maybe we could have trimmed off some fucking cadet dancing. Some gristle. Whatever shit. Yes. And, to have and more and characters. Though. There are some movies where I think that could have gone longer, like next week's movie. I think there were, I think it was a lot and a little. Yeah, I, I think the Jenny think project they, should have been like the Snyder <laughs> cut. It should have been four hours long. But but I think there are movies that are cut too short, and there are other movies that just really drag, like you just said. Like, mm-hmm. and then this is something I've probably just struggled with for a while because I like bad movies. But sometimes watching all of these mediocre movies, so we I put in so much effort to watch these movies, but sometimes it's like to bring myself to watch a good movie. It's like ah, I don't know if I want to watch <laughs> this good movie that like. I have to, like, think about it or pay attention and, like, appreciate it in a way. Yeah. But that also might just be depression, you know? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's probably what, what it yeah. is. Yes. Then one last kind of just general thing for this, uh, maybe learning about myself or about life, and we brought this up a few different times over the first 50 episodes, is that doing this podcast, it's very easy to be youtube critic nitpick yeah. about everything but i think it's worthwhile it, that's just depressing to do that all the time it's worthwhile to, just rip to it try apart. to find the something good, the good enjoyable in, the in each movie absolutely some it is very hard to get there yeah but hating and nitpicking is only going to get you so far and it's only fun for so long like, yes you can definitely see people within audiences of like youtube commentary channels or just like, negative critique all the time that's just boring and it's like just, the audience has maybe kind of started to drift away from that where it's like that's not really that interesting it's, it's not, not really fun it's not diving in that deep into the movie about what works what doesn't work like, you're not learning straight, that much. straight negative criticism it, it's fun to jokingly criticize about movies i think that's a lot different than being a, a strict critic is to like uh, mystery science theater kind of like joking you know yeah. with how the movie like like that like that that's a funny Though, commentary or, that's an interesting case because now that they've spun into doing riff tracks they do riff tracks of the lord of the rings and oh it's really like, then you get into a situation of are they just kind of making jokes about what's happening in the movies or are they like making, trying to do like that nitpicky commentary yeah. and it's like no this is an amazing movie yeah <laughs> What we're really saying is we think too much about these Disney Channel movies. We're too serious about them. We try to find the good. Yes. But sometimes that can be a little hard. It can be hard. As we'll maybe get into with some of our least favorite movies. Yeah. You'll you'll hear. Like, I I don't even know. I don't even remember watching them. So So our next prompt, kind of breaking down what we see as major tropes or themes in these movies. A little segment I would like to call, you might be watching a DCOM if... You might be a redneck. Oh, good old. So before we did this, I crunched a few numbers to kind of break it down into what I saw as some of the overarching types of DCOMs. And movies can fit into multiple categories. So this won't add up to 50 exactly. So, for instance, I have sports and sci-fi slash fantasy, which that maybe is too much in that one group. Luck of the Irish, that is a sports movie and a fantasy movie. Yeah. So my categories are sports, sci-fi fantasy, animal, horror, which 
is maybe a little generous because yes. there's really only one decom that yeah. is really that scary. Yeah. But there's others that are Halloween themed. at it. Halloween theme. And then other slash special where I kind of bring like in Christmas or Yeah, Christmas movies or like the Cheetah Girls doesn't quite fit into any of those other categories. Gotcha. Or something like Color of Friendship or yeah. True Confessions where like this is a more serious Fantasy has to, has to be number one. So yes, sports, 16 out of the 50 movies really? I consider to fall within the sports category. Wow. Which I feel like, I don't know, I feel like all of them are sports movies, but maybe we are in more of like the sports zone. Sci-fi yeah. slash fantasy, again, that can be kind of broad. 35 plus. And I think I even included like You Wish as a sci-fi, or like yeah. that's a fantasy movie. Yeah. 25 oh that's it so like 50 percent can be labeled as fantastical gotcha and i don't remember if i put like full court miracle in sci-fi and fantasy. what about like smart house that is definitely okay. there yeah animal seven okay. not a lot of animal movies no. most i think are dogs like related. did you have like horse sense in there horse sense is an animal okay. movie ring of endless light Dolphins. animal movie yeah. you lucky dog yeah jenny project yeah. animal yeah. horror Five? Eight. Eight. Okay. But again, you know, I'm putting like the Scream team in oh, yeah. there. Yeah. And then other slash special, I put at 10. Gotcha. So, sci-fi fantasy like... doesn't necessarily feel like it, but I mean, we got three Xenon movies. We're close to getting three Halloween Town movies. There's a way that those can kind of You're build gonna up. You're going to love quick. my top 10. <laughs> God. <laughs> so now into the things of... You might be watching a DCOM if if, if so, you're a, a, somebody born in the 90s. If you're born in the 90s, you're probably maybe still watching DCOM for nostalgic reasons. If you are an adult of a child, you're probably watching If DCOM. you're the adult of a child? <laughs> if, you're, if you're the parent <laughs> of a child. If you're Benjamin Button? What? Oh. So one of my if things... If you just listen to our podcast, maybe yeah. you're going to going to listen to watch a DCOM. So I think one of the things we definitely picked up on a lot in this is... If there's a forced romance, that there's a romance yes. in it that is like, oh, they weren't really romantic. And, oh, they're kissing at the end of the movie. You might be watching a DCOM if that happens. Gotcha. If your main character is like, mm, I hate adults. Parents suck. suck. But all of the actions of the child is actually like, no, I think this kid sucks <laughs> a lot. You might be watching a DCOM. If you're getting some freeze frames, yes. some bad quality slow mo, some some, some uh, bad CG characters narrating their own life, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I put that one in there, but narration, yeah, uh, just other weird effects like speed up effects, the boom boom mics, and the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You, you're probably watching a decom. <laughs> if the ending credits of the movie is a song that is the title of the movie, yes. you're watching a decon. That's unequivocal. That doesn't happen other places. If there is some kind of arbitrary ticking clock, like, oh no, Xenon Z3, the moon is passing over the horizon. Oh, oh somehow we can only get leave Halloween Town during this time frame, oh, no. but Halloween Town's time is longer or shorter here. But then, blah, blah, you know, I'm that kind of stuff. That. Cody, oh, he's turning into Mom's a... Mom's got a date with a vampire. The, he's turning into a mermaid. So it's like, eh, you might Age. be watching the decom, but also that's just basic plot structure is like, you got a ticking clock, it adds tension. So no. you know what, decoms, we give you crap for some of that stuff, but it's more like the Halloween Town ones. That rule doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and of course, I think this is maybe one we've hit home more, but 
if there's a big game in the big your movie, game. you're probably watching that's a probably cow. 50 of the movies we've watched there's always a <laughs> there's, big game there's all, i mean there's always a big something yeah big cook-off big game yeah any others you want to pull out that uh, you've picked up on like single parents that There's is true. a lot of single parent And movies. if there is no explanation or a tragic explanation for why they're a single yeah, parent. Yeah, a lot of single parents. If there's quintuplets in the movie. Yeah. It's yeah. quince and it's a decoy. But it, it always seems to be just focuses on the audience. Side, but it's just, it's kids overcoming obstacles. Like every movie is a child overcoming an obstacle. Like whether they're bettering themselves, whether they're helping other people. It's always... It's always good. It's always good, 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 like a like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, there's always it's very regularly there's a lesson to be learned at the end. Yeah. Even if it and often if it does not feel earned or really derived from what we have just watched as a movie. Yeah. Like what is the message of the movie we watch in the future from this? Yeah. Uh it, I it, guess it's friendship. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what I got down here too. It's it, it can be either friends or it can be family working together to overcome these obstacles to mm-hmm find their end goal or whatever but yeah it's always it's always positive it's always good i think something that started to happen more in recent decoms maybe not as much in the first ones i can't remember how it first started off but i think they they started started to add more like ethnicity into the movies that's not like you might be watching it enough but like that's just something i kind of noticed i don't remember if a lot of like the early ones you know kind of had a lot of Brenda songs, or if they had a lot of Kyle no, Massey's. they just had, you know, Mummies and Lucky Dog. But, like, those first ones are just, like, New Lucky Dog doesn't even seem like a DCOM, you know? That actually is something I wanted to hit home more of. DCOMs I don't even feel like DCOMs. That's another category you gotta go I back in. I think You Lucky Dog may be the only movie where the main character is not a child. A child. I mean, maybe some of these older ones, you we get to maybe, maybe probably not, though. Because they had, before Disney Channel original movies, they had Disney Channel premiere yes, films. premiere films. So this might have been more So one that might have been an old script, and it's like, I, they really miscalculated. Because I, I guess kids might like that, but like, yeah. yeah, here's an adult Kirk Cameron who's inherited this mansion, and he fucking is a dog sometimes. Yes. Even the Jenny Project, like, the dad is an important character in that movie. Yes. But it is still about the fucking monkey kid. and kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about, about the monkey. Jenny. It's about Jenny. With the Jenny Project being brought up, yes. now we'll get into everybody oh. loves lists. We love lists. lists. We like lists. So I think we'll start with our least favorite. Okay. And then end wow. with the more positive note. I didn't really... Mine aren't necessarily in like a... This is my number one hated. They're just kind of just a... These are like the ones that didn't really like stand out to okay, me as much. Okay, so we'll, or, we'll ping pong back and forth. Yeah. Of course, I have mine very structured because i've kept a running list on my letterbox yes. so we'll, we'll start at we'll start fat, at five fat underscore tomato check so it out. this is my number 46 out of 50 okay, so 46 yep. 47 48 49 yep. 50 so at 46 my most favorite least favorite decom yes is stepsister from planet Weird. wow probably the worst special effects in any decom wow just fucking the beginning of this movie is just cacophonous it's just bombardment of stuff happening constantly the first half hour of the movie is all technically like a flashback of stuff that's happened it's great i hate it i love it (laughs) which is ironic because i know there are other decom podcasts out there and one the namesake of their podcast is this movie really i hate it well he eat cosmicola eats hot dogs weird devin bossard said so 
All right, so what is one of your least favorite Um, One of my least favorites, one we just watched, Going to the Mat. I I don't hate the movie. You just hate... I mean... Yeah, I can I can get that one, but it's just it's just kind of a bland movie. Like like it's awesome. He's blind. He can wrestle. Like I'm not hating on that. But he's it, a jerk. It's just oh well, yeah that. But, <laughs> but it's not it's not really a movie that I would I would never like watch it again just to just watch. It. It's not magical like you were saying like the fantastical the magical. Those are my kind of favorite movies. And some of the sports ones too are the crossovers between the two. But like going to the mat was just kind of a it was, it was it's a good wholesome movie. But it's just it's meh. It's just bland. All right, my 47. bottom four, uh, yeah. The Poof Point. The Poof Point. Starring the smart guy. I almost had that in my top ten. See, I think you just are picking ones that you have memories of. No, I don't I don't know if I really remember that one that Here, much. let me give you a memory of that. That one's funny. It had the ball. It had the poo-poo. It had the, the parents. You and... like the goo-goo-ga-ga. Yes. Like the weird fucking borderline diaper fetish stuff with it's the parents. It's funny. It's, it's a good one. No, it's, it's good awful. Point. I hate it. Almost like, the weird kid 10. with fucking white cornrows. Almost terrible. in my top ten. All right, your next one. Uh, you Lucky Dog, number... Like I said, they're not in any order. Well, You Lucky Dog is my next one, yeah. as far as... That is in my bottom three it's just, it doesn't. Favorite. It doesn't really fit the DCOM mold, I don't feel no, like. No, It and, just was like, man, movie. Which is ironic that you like the, the stupid parents in the poof point, yeah. but you don't like the stupid adults like in You Lucky Dog. But again, like, in the poof point, those are all... It's kids, mostly the whole... I mean, it's kids and parents, but, like, the kids play, you know, like, the major roles, I guess. See, I fluctuate on You Lucky Dog, where now I'm like, actually, maybe I like it more than The Poof Point. Might need to go watch that one again. So The Poof Point does have that kind of, like, fun party scene at the house. And You Lucky Dog has the crazy ending where there's the courtroom drama. And then the dog maybe gets shot by a gun. That's Like, that is crazy. (laughs) It doesn't feel like a decom. Like you said, I think it's a script that just got thrown in there. It doesn't fit... Yeah. The decom mold. Well, Number I mean, it's the second one. It wasn't two. established what a decom was. Yes, Kids like funny back, animal though, stuff. Looking back, though, now, yeah. So I burned my next one, so you can so go So now again. I got the color of friendship in there. So uh, Jacob Telejohn confirmed <laughs> racist. racist. But like going to the mat, like I, I almost included the Frankie Muniz one, but I'm like, I can't hate on a crippled, so we'll yeah, just hate I'll, on a black girl. I'll be racist. <laughs> but no. D- Jacob Telejohn, apartheid, A-OK <laughs> with me. But again, like going to the mat, like you like, like it, this one does fit the decom mold. You know, yeah, I think there's uh, a literal yes. fucking wardrobe trying on montage. Yes, in this. It, it fits the decom mold, but it's again, it's not quote unquote fantastical. It's not a magical movie. Like, like it's awesome for two races coming together. I'm not bashing that, obviously, but it's just, it's, I think, I think Jacob is. <laughs> so I think we maybe just move on to my second. Would the color of friendship be a movie? Be like, hey, mom, dad, let's just watch this for fun today. Yeah, I think Why? so. Well, we'll, we'll save it's that in your discussion. Oh, yeah, no. we'll save it for later. I had to check and I'm like, oh, yep, it is. Uh, uh, so my second least favorite Disney Channel original movie, and this will probably be my most controversial pick, top 10 or bottom five is Johnny Tsunami. That's not in my top 10. It was, I did, like I did not well. like it. I did not like it, Sam. I, <laughs> I, 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 like I, that I did enjoy the snowboarding aspect. It has the most heightened I hate my so, dad drama. So you hate indigenous people of Hawaii? No, I love Johnny Tsunami, <laughs> but Johnny Kapahala, <laughs> who is not Johnny Tsunami. Have we watched that second one? No, of course not. I can't even remember. One of my least favorite movies, but it's also probably my in-memory least favorite episode of this podcast, where I just felt we had low energy. We didn't have a lot of funny stuff for observations. 
I no. remember really the not enjoying. Hats. I remember the funny hats. There's sometimes when I'm editing a podcast and it kind of breezes along because I'm enjoying listening to it. Were there some it. other notable uh, casts in that one? Uh, well, it has uh, Zena? Jet Jackson in it. Oh, Jet and Jackson's Zena. a friend. Yeah, and Zena. So it, it has the cast. It just sure. didn't have the bang. It didn't have Protozoa, you know? It didn't no. have... So Johnny Tsunami was one of the few DCOMs I knew by name going into making this yeah. podcast, but... It just didn't live up to the hype? Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. uh-uh. From me. It's not in my top ten, but it wouldn't be anywhere near my bottom five. And um, then... Which you're... leads me to Rip Girls. Rip Girls is, like, inoffensive to me. It's not good. I remember thinking it had too much jammed into it because it was no. both, like... Her mom died in a surfing accident, See, which is I, hilarious. I, and like none of this, I don't really remember this movie that much. It wasn't. It didn't so that's an why impression. I'm saying your bottom is like I don't remember this yeah. movie, and your top is I remember one thing about this movie, yeah. and it was uh, a funny monkey. Yes, <laughs> Jenny Project is not in my top ten. <laughs> that is surprising. I think it's an okay movie. It just wasn't. But wasn't then they also like put in some like indigenous rights stuff or like preserving the island stuff. And it's like, this is like an 80 minute Disney Channel movie. <laughs> Those on. are decent plots, but then yeah. it's her the, learning to surf. The binoculars, though. The, that's probably the one of the part. saving graces. So it, that's that's something I take into account. That's with our these. thumbnail, isn't it? Yeah. It's where, hmm, is this, was this a good movie? Not necessarily. Was it, it also a fun movie? Was it a fun episode for us? And that sometimes yeah. has okay. where I can take off okay. like one funny thing. So like why you lucky dog is not my least favorite movie is because of the end in that courtroom. Yeah. That saves it to yes. being like a That's one fair. star movie as opposed to like a half star or That's no fair. star yep. movie. I get and my only decom on Letterboxd that I've written a half star, which I kind of give my this own. This is your number one worst? So my grading <laughs> scale uh, goes from five stars, which I consider a masterpiece, a classic. Did, did anybody get a five? No. Within yes, my movie yes, range, yes. five stars, masterpiece, all-time classic, defines its genre, if it even has a genre to begin with. Half yeah. star, terrible and devoid of any artistic merit. Oh, no. And that is ready to run That's mine. Me. That's mine. And That's I feel like one I've incepted that into your head because I bring up ready to run as being such a shitty movie <laughs> all the time where I'm like, this isn't, a, this isn't a great decomp, but it's not ready to run, so I'm fine with it. But ready to run had talking animals which I'm not a big fan of generally, but it didn't do too much in them. It had Sinbad, yeah. who was just fucking watching TV at points. Yeah. It just it, uh, should have been more magical, and it wasn't. Yes, and just, they could have it, used it the horse. Me, I, I even forgot it annoyed the horse me talks. so much. I even forgot the horse talk. Deadass. These movies that I just listed, like I said, like they're... they're just, Ready to Run is so, it's so forgettable that to, people think it's called horse sense. Yeah. <laughs> to me, th- these are not memorable movies Again, like you'll see my top tens. Basically, it, may, it might be all mag- magical movies. That's my big thing. I love magical movies. The Magic Kingdom. Yes, they're just basic. They're not memorable, but they they do. Some of them have good, you know, moral values, or they teach good lessons. You know, like the color of friendship, the importance of family, friends. You know, regardless of race and stuff like that. Um, Bottom five <laughs> of fifty movies. I think you really just. Needed to think about that one a little but, more. But the uh... let me let me just pull out some ones that are in my mid tier that you were saying is better than the color of friendship. The scream team. That's in my top ten. <laughs> Get a clue. That one I like is Lindsay Lohan. Uh, full court miracle. Judah McAbee. That one's great. The Jews. I don't hate the Jews. A ring of endless light. Ryan Merriman. Two of his are in my top ten. Right on track. That one, oh, that's the Frankie Muniz one. No, that no. is the Brie oh, that's Larson the girls. one. That's with the girls. The girls racing. 
now, the okay. Jenny project you're saying is better than the color of friendship. Right on track could have could have bumped out the color of friendship. The thirteenth year, Ryan I will Merriman. say the 13th year barely doesn't make or, my uh, bottom five. Cody. Thirteenth year is my number forty five. Cody was out a magical 15. movie. I felt like universally between us, like thirteenth year, we hated I that. I don't think movie. it's a bottom five though. Because he's a fucking mermaid and it, there's not racism yes. in it, except there is racism against fucking mermaids. Yes, it, it has the nostalgia. See, a big thing for me is the nostalgia factor. And I think that's a big thing against me because I'm I'm very biased on a lot of my movies. Like going into them, just naturally going to be biased. I'm trying to like, like some of these movies that I'd never seen crack my top 10. Like there's two or there's like two or three that crack my top 10 that you don't necessarily like, but they still made it in there. So I, I was still trying to like adapt to the new ones, let in some old ones. All right. But. So let's move on to the more positive. The, there will probably be yeah. some contentions between oh, us still. No. So You're going to hate my number 10. Our top 10. You're going to hate, I bet, five of my top these 10. These are just our current top 10s. We've watched 50, yes. maybe 51. Who knows? Yes. Movies. How many do you think? These could change. How many do you think the top 10 we have together? Four? Eh, five? Yeah, maybe. Four, maybe? This could change. We have not watched any of the Zombies franchise, so I have oh, a feeling that wow. those could be locked in for top oh, 10 material no. right there. Quick rattle off of a few that barely missed my top 10, and maybe depending if I deliberated on them more, could be there. Genius, Chaz Anthony, classic name, classic episode of ours, I think one of my more favorite yeah. episodes. And, and that's the same way with mine. My 8, 9, and 10 were all very fuzzy. Like, Genius, I really like Genius as well. I thought that was a, a good movie. True Confessions, I thought was a good, more serious decom. Serious. And I see, I didn't want to throw that in my bottom five. But you picked the the racism <laughs> the race one. one. Uh, and then The Other Me, which is another goofy one, movie. I like, I like that one too. That, that was almost my number 10. A fun episode. Both Sam was on Genius and The Other Me. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I I guess I should have put more of the recording factor in there. We could have got one of the bowling one in there. We could have got the Samwise one. Actually, Alley Cat Strike, I was like, is it really that bad? Because Alley Cat Strike is, let's see, number 42 on my list. We had all four of us on for one episode, didn't we? No. No, never all one? Our microphones cannot handle that. (laughs) I'm trying to remember. How many was Sam on? Two? No, he's been on like five. Was it five? Genius, Get a Clue, The Other Me, Smart House, Don't Look Under the Bed. Don't Look Under the Bed, I remember it in Smart House. Okay, my number 10. This kind of even surprised me a bit, but it was You Wish. And we don't need to really necessarily go in too hard on some of these ones, maybe more for the top five. You Wish, no. No. (laughs) You Wish, uh, just... Basic premise, something that's been done a lot, but I I think it was also one of the more recent decons where just like the look and feel of it feels more professional, feels more movie-like. Yeah. And hey, he doesn't like frozen waffles and I can get behind that. A lot of mine are just, they're tarnished by by nostalgic factors. And any one of those ones you just listed could have fit in my 10. Just for nostalgic purposes, I threw in the Even Stevens movie. It's not one of my top top ten. I like after I got past five, it just got really tough. I'm like, even Steven's movie. I like I like Beans. I like Christy Carlson Romano. All right, I don't really have much to say about that one. Let's let's speed this up because already this is going. This is not being a small episode Nine. at all. Nine got- motocrossed. Oh wow! Good love story. Good sports movie. Wow. Made me feel some weird things at moments. Oh, I like this. Scream Team. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Uh, seven, 
Phantom of the Megaplex, another episode that Sam was on. And yeah, far better spooky movie than the Scream Team. Number eight, Stepsister from Planet Weird. You are tripping balls. Number seven, my number seven, Can of Worms. Okay. I place that higher. Higher. I think, which is probably I, one of my I like that one. One of my more controversial things. I like that one. My number Oh no, I'm sorry, I skipped over number nine okay. for me. Very we're professionals here. Uh Twas the Night. That's a good one. I, I thought it was Brenda's a good song. Nope, that was the ultimate Christmas present. Sorry. Which I also was close to my top ten. I, I like, like Brian Cranston. I like Christmas movies. It's got Brian Cranston. God, it has was... actually good yeah. family drama that was a growth good that happens in it. Uh, that was a good one. We hacked Santa's sleigh or whatever. Yeah. It was a fun movie. So you're number seven or six? I did the Even Stevens, Scream Team, Stepsifer, Plant Weird, Can of Worms. Now I'm on my six. What, okay. What you, what my next want? one will be six. Go for it. The Color of Friendship. Okay. I think it's a serious decom done well. It feels... I agree. A, a lot of what the movies that I rate higher is... One of the highest praises we can give to a Disney Channel original movie is it feels like a real movie. And this is one where it's like, this just feels like a kid's movie with a serious subject matter. And and wanted to explain that. I explained that for my my bottom five. For me, my top ten is all just going to be magical, like fun movies that I would watch on any given day kind of thing. Any given Sunday. I like The Color of Friendship. But I, I don't love it. I don't it. think you do. I don't love it. When you like 45 more movies. Well, that's what I said. Like my and one of those is tough. Hounded or The Poof Point <laughs> Hounded, or Jenny Pratchett. Hounded had the dog attack. It's fun. All right. So you're number five. Number, number six. Oh, sorry. Six. Phantom of the Megaplex. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Career-defining performance. Movie Mason. And I think one of my favorite things, and you'll see it because I almost included... um. A couple of the other ones are Halloween coming up here. But I almost included like Mom's Date with a Vampire at number ten. Oh God! I I, I like the I like the Halloween movies. If we we're doing a tier list of worst children in decoms, <laughs> then you're Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire is no, number one. You're not wrong, but like Phantom of the Megaplex, I think that was just a, it was a good movie. It was it was it was a fun movie. All right, my number five, which recently slipped down a little bit further, is Brink. I think Brink is. Too. It's the earliest example, but it's the pinnacle, I think, of the sports decom genre. Yeah. It did it first. It did it best. It's got believable interpersonal conflicts with the different teams. It's not, got some, non-magical, not in my top. It's got some climactic uh, race sequences. That one girl in the overalls gets like road rash or stuff. Yeah, I remember The that. X-Blads. It's, X-Blads. It's an iconic movie for a it reason. Is. My number five, Xenon. Girl of the 21st century. See, Man. Xenon is one that, like, I've rated. It's like, it's not a good movie, but within my list, I've placed it higher than maybe some movies that I think are better movies just because Xenon exemplifies DCOMs better DCOM. than other stuff. Xenon to me is a DCOM. That, that, that fits the DCOM mold. You're going to hate my number four. All right. Well, my number four is Smart House. Ooh. Another movie I came into knowing about as a Disney Channel original movie. Had parts of like commercials seared into my brain. Fun movie, ridiculous 90s stuff in it. Some weird takes it goes with, with like death of mom and reinsertion of like cyber mom. Sam was on that episode. It was a fun episode. Good movie. My number four, Halloween Town. No. I love love my Halloween magical movies. Halloween Town I like mostly because of 
the set designs, like the I don't know, just the Halloween town. It looks like, like a fucking like just pumpkin patch on the it. side of the goddamn I like, road. I like it. Is so little set it. design, such poor makeup I and love creatures. The ideas, like getting the the fang from the you know, or like the werewolf hair. That like is the, that is the best sequence. Some of the in like the, movie. the sweat from the ghosts, you know, just stuff. That like is that. a part of the movie that comprises like two minutes. But I like that. That stands out to me. It's the best part of the movie. That's a decom. Marty, That's number two, worst child in a decom. Number three, the most recent movie to make this list, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Oh, number three. I think the ones above this fall into more genre-type movies, but I think this is like the best pure decom we've seen so far. It's got sports in it, but it's not a sports-focused movie. It's got bad parents learning lessons, but that are kind of believable with like the dad being sexist. You've got the team calling him out for the sexism. You've got some weird inversion of gender roles with eddie being a cooker he's got the goofy cooking scenes he's twirling around covering his dog in slime we watched that movie and there was very little of it where which i didn't like and i just had fun the whole way through and at the end of it i'm like i think this is a pretty good fucking movie yeah and dustin's like thumbs up two thumbs up from dunston so my number three and i I think we might have one and two the same no because one of mine You've already burned oh, later okay. on your list. Well, then I'm gonna have to question why you didn't have one of these up there. But my number, my number three is Smart House. Okay, so very close to each yeah. other on that. So we we had um, what do we have? We had Can of Worms. So Can of Worms is my number two, which oh. I know is not one that people. I mean, you liked. Yeah. I think maybe that is again some of my enthusiasm my for this movie like, rubbing just, off on it's, you it's because nasty. it's like it's your some girls. of your least favorite yeah. ones like Ready to Run or some of your favorite ones are like ones I regularly bring up like Can of Worms yeah. or ones I bring up as hating like Ready to Run. But yeah. Can of Worms, the production design of like those monsters, the monster that eats his burger and shit is gross as hell. Yes. And then you get to yes. Halloween Town and it's like these creatures are lame as hell for the most part that are wandering around town. That's just a plastic skeleton that they put in the driver's seat of a yeah. taxi. Yeah. Can of Worms is just a fun, weird sci-fi story. You got the bully from school. They put his face on a pig on the computer. There's the weird implication that Mike Pillsbury is maybe actually an alien. That, uh, that was a good movie. <laughs> There's just layers to it. And it is one that I could see myself going back to that and could, watching That one again. could move into my top five when I when I go back and do it again. Like some of these, I, I'll probably mix, mix and match some of these up again. But my number two, Luck or the Irish. See, I... I'm, I'm hurt that's not in your top ten. Well, if you remember the episode we had, I felt some of like the messaging of it. Would have been fine if it was just Leprechaun Kid yeah. plays basketball, murders evil Leprechaun in Lake Michigan. Or Lake <laughs> Erie. Lake Erie. Lake Erie. I would have been fine with Lake that. But when Eddie. it brought in the whole like, America is all about becoming American. It doesn't matter where you are, but you have to be Americans. Don't worry about your cultures. We're a culture of multiculturalism, but you're mostly, you have to be American. And it's just like, eh, get that out of here. Just make it Teen Wolf, except with fucking leprechauns. Like, you already had the script out there for you. I almost just for gigs, I almost had Ryan Merriman movies in all my top tens. So, for context, then, My Luck of the Irish is number 24 on my list. Okay. So, quite a ways off. So, before we get to one, what, what did we have all the same in the top ten? We had Smart House. Smart House, Can of Worms. Can of Worms. Phantom of the Megaplex. Phantom of the Megaplex. So, we had three. So and our number one's You didn't the pick exact Brink? Our, you our didn't pick one. Brink? I no. thought that'd be a heavy nostalgia. And yes, of course, the number one... It's got to be Don't, don't Look, look Under the, the bed. bed. It is iconic. It is yeah. 
genuinely as a kids movie set design from a, an adult perspective seems pretty scary probably would have scared the shit out of me it, as a kid oh yeah the boogie the boogeyman or the boogie the boogie, boogie world person. but just the set just everything like it was creative premise creative scenes cool. some actual like decent effects, just everything about cinematography as far as like the yeah. creepy dutch angles while the boogie person's fucking yeah. throwing eggs on the roof or whatever yeah. Definitely a movie I'd watch again, and definitely yep. the decom I look at the most is like this is just a good, a movie. good movie. It really with is. the added addition of the ending where she kisses her boogie friend. Oh, and it, it's a girl. Well, it she kisses the the guy, her like yes. brother's boogie person, yes. or whatever. And it's like, eh, he just didn't have that. Yeah, it, it's. it's I, I feel like it's been it's unchallenged. Goat. For us, since we watched it, I don't think anything's really come close. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. So maybe not the biggest surprise for what came out as number one, since I brought it up as my favorite in the past. And yeah. I think we spoke effusively it. about it. That was one when I we did the episode. Four of the same top ten. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's almost like we do a podcast together. Yeah. Wow. So I'm looking. We're close to just this being a normal episode. Oh. But you know what? You're getting it as a little bit of a, a bonus, little spoiler. That was fun. But yeah, a little bonus fun thing. Lists are fun. Yeah, lists are fun. The next time we do one of these, we don't need to be like, I've learned how to use Audacity for audio <laughs> editing. And then we can just be like, Johnny Tsunami is still the worst movie. <laughs> oh, but we'll give you an updated top 10 and 50 more episodes. So, Maybe we'll do something in between again. Who knows? Who knows? But... Something you can let us know about is whatever you want to let us know about by writing us at a whole new pod. What, what are your top ten? What are your bottom five? Does the color friendship fit there? Uh, yeah, I <laughs> I think you're way off base. Uh, uh, you can write us about how potentially closet racist <laughs> Jacob is at a whole new pod at oh. gmail.com. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Spotify, your mom, your mom, your, uh, your mom's YouTube channel yes. and our channel as well. Review us. Not a thing you do on YouTube. Subscribe to us. Comment, like, Bell share notifications the on. stuff around. Hit the like on every button or the yeah, like on every video. That, if you had hit that bell, you'd see this you uploaded on YouTube. and You'd be like, oh, bonus episode. Bonus episode. I'm intrigued. Wow. And then you basically just got another full episode. Yeah. And, you love to see it. You know, we're professionals. We're planning this schedule out, so we have no downtime. No downtime. But I get a little bit more of a break, or at least more spread out of when I Our edit the next episode. Yeah, in four which weeks. Which is... Oh. Stuck in the Suburbs. Stuck in the Suburbs. We, can, we know. We know what the next episode yeah. is. How do we know? We've done it. Listen, and you'll find out. You'll find out. So, Jacob, 50 episodes down. You think we can make another 50 more? Well, I think we got to at least do... a. More than 50. Wow. However many there are. To infinity. Until we become the All Good Burger podcast. All Good Burger. May I take your order? Welcome to a whole new pod, home of... The podcasts. She comes. She comes, she (laughs) comes, she comes, she comes. Can I take your RSS feed? Wow.
さまさブルー